True words aren't eloquent. Eloquent words aren't true. Wise men don't need to prove their point. Men who need to prove their point aren't wise. The master has no possessions. The more he does for others, the happier he is. The more he gives to others, the wealthier he is. The Tao nourishes by not forcing, by not dominating, the master leads. Letting go. This is what today's episode is about. And this is an art that I have been trying to learn for so many years of my life. Um, This episode is for you if you're overwhelmed, if you feel so stimulated, if you feel like you need to just press pause and sit down, if you don't want to listen to anyone else brand, you know, rant, brand, who's brand? <laughs> you don't want to listen to anyone else rant about whatever random thing they're talking about. If the slightest bit of information sounds way too stimulating at this point, I feel you. And this podcast episode is going to be your safe place, both mine and yours. And today I just wanted to make this episode to make you feel like it's okay. It's going to be okay, right? Um, If you have been listening to my podcast for a long time, you know that I have zero problem (laughs) crying on my podcast. I have zero problem saying how I feel. I'm not one of those people who goes like, yeah, I don't feel emotions. I'm always strong and badass. I'm so strong. I never fall down in life. I never feel bad because I'm awesome. You're doing something wrong with your life because you feel bad. You little girl, (laughs) right? I'm not that kind of person at all. And I find strength in expressing my emotions. And quite the contrary, I believe that the more that I express, the better that I feel. And the more that I, that I, um, like sort of try to forget about these emotions and pretend like they don't exist, the more amplified they feel with time. And in my opinion, it's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. It's not a fact. I believe that the really, like the people who are actually strong are the ones who don't find a problem in expressing their emotions. But it could be just my own personal point of view. So let's talk about control and our need for control. I don't know, um, you know, I've been... I've been all my life, uh, I I also spoke about this topic with one of my friends last week. Uh, Ironically, I was writing down uh, during that day in the morning in my journal, I was like, you know, talking about like control and how, how I'd rather, you know, experience less control for the sake of something that is good for me rather than have control and be you know, digging myself a hole, basically, to die into, (laughs) right? Metaphorically speaking. Um, So why do we need, why do we have a need for control, right? Why? I mean, listen, don't get it twisted. I'm a person, uh, like, I like to have my day super organized. And I'll tell you why in a bit, but I like to wake up at a certain time every day. I like to sleep at a certain time every day. I like to have specific tasks in a mentally 
constructed notes in my mind that I check off the list during the day and I have to do them. I don't care how I feel. Like, I don't care. Even if I wake up feeling like I want to absolutely do nothing and I want to cry all day, I'm going to do those things because I have a responsibility, right? Like, they're my responsibility. I don't care how I feel. And I know that if I don't do them, I'm going to end up feeling worse. So, yeah, I don't consider this the control that I'm speaking about. I make sure I do this during the day, every day, because because I feel like when when the environment in your mind feels a little chaotic, if your surroundings are so organized, it will help. I'm not saying it'll solve them, but it will help. So I find comfort in having a solid routine, like a disciplined routine. I love it. And I feel like I have a reason to get up in the morning, right? But the control that I'm talking about, because I don't want people to listen to this and go like, yeah, we don't need control. I'll wake up in the afternoon and I'll have chips for lunch and whatever. I'll drink soda instead of water and I'll watch TV all day because we don't need control. Let it go. That's not the letting go that I'm talking about, please. Don't get it twisted. No, I'm talking about the letting go of control that we need to have over the things that are not under our control. I'll repeat that again. Letting go of the control of the things that are not under our control. Let's think about it for a second. What is under my control when I wake up, when I sleep, if I work out or not, how I eat, the people that are around me, um, um, right? Um, How much effort I'm willing to put into something. What is not in my control is the outcome, right? The outcome is not in my control. As much as I want to tell myself that it will happen, what I want, exactly what I want will happen, exactly the way that I want it to happen. And as someone who is uh, so, uh, should I say, is this a positive thing? I don't know. As someone who is so driven, like if I wanted something, I'm willing to die for that thing. Like I would die. I would die trying and it's something that in my opinion, in my opinion, is not always good because sometimes certain things need to be let go of and it's so hard when you have this mindset of, oh, I failed, like why, why didn't this happen? It feels like a failure when when you're someone, I grew up, I'm not joking or trying to look like I'm some sort of badass person being, I don't know who taught me this, honestly, ever since I was a kid, like a little girl, I always had like a notebook or like an A4 paper where I'd write things that I wanted to do and check them off. Like I had goals, like I grew up creating goals and achieving them. So it became like a euphoric feeling for me to to have a goal and work towards it. And that's science, by the way, like people actually get excited about life and have more energy and have more and feel revived when they have a goal and not even achieve the goal when they just work towards that goal. They feel so good because they have, they feel like they have a reason to live. Right. Which is like, um, I think I talked about this in one of my, uh, older episodes, but I mean, sometimes we have these things in our minds of, uh, or an image or like a specific scenario of how, this goal of ours had to go and then it doesn't go that way surprise surprise it is life this is not heaven this is not heaven right i always had this toxic mindset that that 
if I worked hard enough, I'm going to get something. And honestly, I'm, I'm still <laughs> in that mindset. <laughs> I, I always believed that if I really wanted something, I would have to work for it and don't give up and blah, blah, blah. And all that, all that self-help can be, can be borderline detriment, detriment. I suddenly, suddenly I was speaking like entertained. Detrimental, detrimental. <laughs> that, that can be borderline detrimental. I'm not joking. Honestly, these whole go after your goals, which I'm always preaching for, obviously have goals. But sometimes the main reason for our suffering is our inability to get to this goal. Like there's this goal that is, that is torturing me, honestly. And I think that it's what's best for me, but I'm not able to do it. I'm not able to do it. You know what? I'm not going to be the one to tell you to, to give up because I don't believe in giving up, honestly. But I believe in something called letting go. What is letting go? Letting go is a concept that honestly, if you're a chronic chronic thinker like I am. We all think, right? The only person who doesn't think is a dead person. But I mean like abnormally think. All my life I was like, I mean, I thought everyone thought the way that I did. I was like, yeah, everyone thinks like this, right? I mean, everyone obviously thinks the same way, you know, has intrusive thoughts about almost everything, uh, has a million gazillion thoughts in a day. I thought it was normal, but then I realized, no, it's not. Like some people are just sitting there thinking about what they want to have for lunch. And then that's the only thought in their head. They're not thinking 1,000 billion thoughts at once. Like, like they're not thinking, I should have done this. I should have done that. I don't feel good. Oh my God, I need lunch. Oh my God, let's go to this place. I need to get this. I need to get, like, no, that's not normal. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to diagnose with my, myself with ADHD. I just, I'm saying like some people overthink like this, right? Um, and I realized that I am not some sort of, godly creature i'm just a human being and i can't control everything i don't have magic powers i do alhamdulillah alhamdulillah honestly not everyone has this i do have the discipline and willpower to always keep going always even when i feel like giving up even when i gave up i don't really allow myself to give up like for long i'm like yeah okay let's get back on track you know what i'm saying but sometimes you just need to work on things and just let the outcome go. You know, um, like uh, not even worry about the how I'm going to do it or what's going to happen or how should I do it. I just, you know, just do it and then forget, like forget. Don't really pay it much attention. I hope I'm making sense. I'm making sense to someone. I'm pretty sure who feels the way that I do. If you don't relate, I love you. Honestly, I'm so proud of you. Happy for you. Close this part. Close this episode right now. You don't need to listen to the shit that I have to say. I hope you never get to relate to what I'm saying. I hope you're always in flow with life, right? Not trying to control everything. Uh, but if you're relating, I love you so much. So, so, so much. And I understand how you're feeling. And trust me, it's just a learning process right? It, we have good days and bad days, days where we're letting go and days where like our, our inner control freak is like, ah, no, we need to do this. We need to do that, right? Just go with it. Whatever you're feeling, even if you're feeling like shit, even if you're feeling like, like absolute shit, accept it. 
I feel like shit. It's okay. It'll pass. Um, the suffering that comes from wanting to control things that aren't under our control is when we actually want a different outcome. It's not going to change right now. Accept that this is your situation. Like accept it and then go live your life. Life is so beautiful. Yesterday I went outside for a walk and I really was on the verge of asking those kids that were playing football. I wanted to go like, can I play with you guys? But I was like, demand at number one, you're too old for this. Imagine how people are going to look at you <laughs> when you're playing with a bunch of kids. Number two, I'm probably going to scare them. They're going to think like, I'm going to, I want to like, I'm a scary stranger that's going to kidnap them or something. I was like, okay, just don't, don't do anything. Just leave. But I really wanted to sit down and watch them at least. They seemed so carefree uh, and happy. I almost wanted to protect them. I almost, this sounds so cringy, but honestly, yeah, I almost wanted to not, I almost not, didn't want them to grow up, right? Because once I, at once I was their age and I felt the same liberty in life. I felt the same freedom. I never over, over think, can we say overthink? Overthinked. Think? Oh my God. Am I losing my English? Overthinked when I was younger right? Who did, honestly? I mean, rarely, on rare occasions. Um, yeah, I mean, those kids aren't worried about what their, what their life's going to look like in two, three years. Those kids aren't even worried about what they want to be when they grow up. They're like, yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. And we're always trying to figure shit out, right? Um, yeah. And the, the funny thing is it's always in our control. Like, we can stop doing that. But as I said in, in one of my older episodes as well, that our body gets habituated to how we make it feel for so long that that is why it's so hard to change. And sometimes you relapse back into old behaviors because your body's literally, literally, not figuratively, literally addicted to those anxiety anxieties and wanting to control everything so it takes just like the joe dispenza book that i read it takes breaking the habit of being yourself easier said than done you know um we could do sometimes we could do everything in our power right you could for example i'm going to speak for myself i could work out like i work out consistently I eat healthy. You have no idea how healthy I eat <laughs> sometimes. Like, I so healthy, so healthy. I sleep eight hours. I pray all prayers. It's just on point, right? Like, you could be on point with everything and still feel bad sometimes. It's not the end of the world. You know, I don't know who taught me or where I learned that bad emotions weren't allowed i'm scared sometimes of being around people and not feeling well because i'm scared they would think i'm bad energy and want to leave me right that is so pathetic but it's true i learned someone is screaming outside and i'm just used to it because where at the dorms they're just always doing that it's just normal i hope she's okay i mean it just became normal at this point anyways uh I'm always, you know, trying, trying, but I'm terrible at it. I can't really hide how I feel. It's so obvious. If I don't like someone, it's going to show. 
all over my face like I hate you go away from me like it's gonna show and if I like you you're gonna know like it's so easy I'm so transparent and I hate it I hate it I wish I could change it I'm not gonna lie I really really wish some people have the power to really mask their emotions and I can't do that unfortunately I wish I could but I can't anyways uh so I found myself trying to always not show how I feel because I want to keep people around me I don't I watched a reel the other day like a Jordan Peterson speech and it really hit me so hard I was like damn I don't want to be that person I don't want to be that person not in a million years I don't care what happens to me I don't care if I never exist on planet earth again I'm not going to do this to people he was like um don't let someone pull you down with them like if they're feeling down don't let them pull you down like yeah I don't want to pull anyone down I want to lift people up even this I swear to god I know a lot of the problem is I'm surrounded like a lot of people these days are so judgmental I'm, I don't think everyone's going to believe me when I say this but I genuinely want everyone to be doing well even if I'm not doing well you know and a lot of people I knew a lot of people that that are no longer in my life for a reason um they if they're not doing well they don't want you to do well too like how how come you're doing well and they're not you should also be sad just like they are right and those people are not in my life for that reason i don't want to be that person i don't want to be that person at all who pulls other people down you know i found i found it therapeutic when i'm not feeling well and i'm around my friends and they're laughing and having a good time i feel better just watching them live just watching them exist you know makes me feel better just watching them tell me about their things and and go about their days and tell me about news about their lives you know, it makes me feel good it makes me get out of my head and stop being so self-absorbed and self-centered you know it is it is really being so into yourself in how you're feeling that you're you're so obsessed with how you're feeling that you forget that there's a there's another world that exists outside of you right like wake up i'm talking to myself <laughs> you know i love how this podcast is just me talking to myself i mean if i have an audience at this point thank you if you listen to this i love you i mean i don't know what i'm talking about really i'm just expressing myself and my thoughts randomly thank you for making me feel like i you know am heard yeah so it's just becoming less self-absorbed focusing your attention onto other people what what do they need ask someone how do they feel today why is it always about you dimana why <laughs> i'm talking to myself Really, ask someone else how they're feeling. Go make someone else happy today. Give them a compliment. You don't need to give away something, you know, palpable material. You can tell them something. You know, I swear a, a single kind word could flip somebody somebody's day around completely, completely. Whenever I see, you know, whenever even my friends like my close friends know this, even whenever I see someone wearing like a girl wearing a cute outfit or having like I liked her hair I would not let that girl walk by without telling her because I could make her day she could be feeling bad about herself that day or she could have 
had a really terrible day. And, you know, we have this really terrible tendency as human beings when we have a bad day or a single bad event during this, the beginning of the day, we assume that it's going to be a shitty day. And then we're like, oh yeah, this day is obviously shitty from the start. I'm going to feel like shit. And then subconsciously we start just looking for the negative that day. And it's just like disgusting day and we want it to end. But somebody could be having that day, right? And they're in the middle of that domino effect of having a disgusting day. And then you come and give them a compliment. Suddenly you challenged that subconscious belief that it's a bad day. And then they're like, oh, oh, you know, that person just gave me a compliment. It's not a terrible day. And then suddenly they start feeling better about themselves. I've had that happen to me. I'm not like reading people's minds. <laughs> this is my own personal experience. So somebody could, could tell me, I remember all the compliments that I got. All of them. I never forget a single one. Ever. Especially the ones that I get on days that I need them. Especially those. I never forget anyone who tells me something nice. Or does something nice for me. You know, I still remember it to this day. Um, so why, why are, yeah, that is the question. Why are we so self-absorbed? We're always thinking about how we are going to make money, how we are going to do this, how we should plan for our future. What are you going to do when you graduate, Dimana? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? How are you going to do that? How are you going to, I'm over that. Like I'm over that. I mean, I have so many things that I want to do. And even though I'm a control freak and I'm, you know, all that shit, I do believe in my heart of hearts, right? That there's a bigger purpose for me to exist. I don't, I'm not living here to just slave off, slave, right? And do things like, I do have goals. I have to keep emphasizing that. I'm a very goal-oriented person, super goal-oriented in fact, but I don't want that to take away my empathy towards other people and my, my realization that there is a life other than that of my own, right? I want to talk to people. I want people to tell me their problems. I want to help them solve their problems. I want other people to do well in life. I want people to believe there's hope. There are so many people, so many beyond your imagination, beyond your imagination, <clears throat> excuse me, that need help that actually gave up hope on life and they don't show it. Not everyone has the, really the, you know, the bravery or not the bravery, the heart, actually. Not everyone has the heart to go out and ask for help. A lot of people choose to hide it. And it's really not a good road to go on. So if you know someone who you might feel like they need someone to talk to, that person in your class that seems lonely all the time. They're always hanging out alone. And they're always, they look like they, they're introverted and they don't want to talk to anyone. But who, who wants to always be alone? Come on. I know, I know, I know. We love our alone time. It's healthy to be, some people are actually introverted. I know that. But some people are actually scared to approach others. Who's that person you feel like is outcasted? Go talk to them. Make, make friends with them. I'm not asking you to be their best friend. Just go talk to them. Make them feel wanted. Like they're, they actually matter. Their existence matters. You know, those wallflowers that are always just observing people. You know, I'm an extrovert, right? 
this is going to sound so funny and a little bit pathetic, honestly, but I've said a lot of pathetic things already, so it's okay. Um, I'm an extrovert and I love introverts. I love introverted. Introverted? Wow. Amazing. Awkward? Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. I love it when someone's introverted and awkward, like my brother, for example. He's so... Obviously, with me, we're, we're siblings. We're super extroverted. I love you so much, Hashim. I'm going to ask him to listen to this. I love him. He's the best brother in the world. So much love in my heart. He was my first best friend, and I love him so much. And any girl would be lucky to have him. I wish I could find someone who was like my brother. Unfortunately, I don't think that's possible. Yeah. I mean, this sounds so weird, like in a very, you know, non-weird way. Me and him are always talking about how we want our significant other to have the same personality as both of us. He's like, I want some a girl who's like you. And I'm like, yeah, I want a guy who's like you. And we're always saying that to our mom. This sounds so weird. Oh my God. It's not weird. Like not in a weird way, in a very loving, sibling-ish loving way. We're always talking about this. And mom's like, where do I find that person? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where you find that person. Um, yeah, so my brother is introverted and so awkward around people he doesn't know. He just becomes this ball of awkwardness and doesn't even know what to say and stutters. I think that is so cute. I think that is so cute. He's so insecure about it, but I find it so adorable. I love awkward people (laughs) what do I do it's just I don't know what's wrong with me um what am I trying to say I'm trying to say that some things that you really hate about yourself others could adore right I love awkward the more awkward you are the more you're cute to me because I don't know why it's just weird (laughs) it's so weird (laughs) yeah uh so uh what was I trying I forgot what I was saying (laughs) honestly um yeah, but I I don't I don't know what I was saying. Maybe I was talking about just being yourself. I honestly genuinely forgot. Um, but yeah. So even though, and if you follow me on Instagram, you probably know this. The past few weeks or week, I don't know at this point. I haven't fe- been feeling that great. You know, I was really anxious. Anxiety that was under my control. Sometimes it would get out of hand, but I s- struggled with this for, for with it for so long that I had I have become mastered anxiety. Like I could actually master it. Like I could just talk to my anxiety at this point. All right, uh, but I still did all the things that I had to do. I showed up for my classes. I showed up for my workouts. I did everything that I had to do this morning. I woke up. I did all my things, like my morning routine. I did my skincare. I currently have olive oil on my face. Don't ask me why. Don't. It's Palestinian olive oil. I just believe, if you're Palestinian, you can relate to this. We believe that olive oil is the cure for everything. <laughs> if, you, if you're sick, drink some, drink a spoon of olive oil. If you're whatever, put olive oil on your hair. Put olive oil on your skin. I don't know. It's just something. I believe it's in our blood. (laughs) We add olive oil onto everything. Yeah, so, and I just, I read some Quran and I prayed and I studied and, and I feel like the anxiety that I've been carrying for the past week or so has just, it doesn't, 
exist in me. It's like a cloud over my head. I'm just waiting for it to pass. I'm not fighting it. You don't fight the weather. Imagine if it rains and you're like, what? You're talking to the clouds like, what the hell? I just straightened my hair this morning. How could you be so inconsiderate? Stop, stop. And you're yelling to the sky. You're just gonna look like a lunatic. Obviously, you just accept that it's raining. If you have an umbrella, grab it and just go out your day. If you don't have an umbrella, well, you're just gonna accept that you have to get wet. You're just gonna have to get wet. It's okay, it's not the end of the world. You're not getting burned. You're just getting a little water on your hair. Maybe you need a shower. Maybe, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Be kinder to yourself. Stop, stop treating yourself like shit. It's not a race of who treats themselves shittier than the other. People are not better than you, okay? In fact, a lot of people need to work on themselves, <laughs> right? You're good enough for acknowledging, for being so self-aware. I want to read to you something that my friend texted me uh, when I was having a really bad depressive episode. <laughs> um, she sent it to me and I love her. Shout out. Um, she knows who she is. She texted I read somewhere that the people of the desert, when a storm strikes, they stay still. When the storm strikes in the ocean, the sailors turn off the engine. Sometimes we truly have to stay still. Sometimes you just gotta turn the engine off. I got goosebumps. Sometimes you just gotta turn the engine off, rely upon Allah, and see where the storm takes you. So imagine that there's a storm. And instead of turning off the engine, you're fighting the storm. What is going to happen? You're going to drown. Even if you're a good swimmer, it's scary. I, oh my God. Fun fact, I'm a really good swimmer, by the way. But I remember uh, we, when I was younger, we used to live in Oman. Um, Oman, not Amman, Oman. And if you, don't, if you don't know, it has really beautiful beaches. Like It's gorgeous. One of the most beautiful. I'm not going to lie. I live in Algeria, right? And honestly, I always thought that Oman had the best, like, prettiest beaches and things like that. But no, the prettiest beach exists here in Annaba, where I live. Like, there's a beach called, what, what's it called? I forgot what was it called, but it, oh, Shtaibi. Yes, Shtaibi. It's like the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Gorgeous, breathtaking I could stay there for hours just watching and not get bored. That is prettier than Oman. Like, it was gorgeous. I've never seen anything like it before. But in Oman, uh, we used to really go to the beach all the time. We used to live next to the beach. And I remember my brother got sucked in, like, by a wave. Like, the wave was pulling him inside the ocean. Guys, pulling him. I remember both me and my dad, like, my dad. You know what? Like... Your dad's probably so strong for some reason. He doesn't exercise and doesn't eat healthy, but he's just strong. I don't know why. We were both trying to pull him out the water so hard and it felt like something was pulling him. It was so scary. So even if you're a good swimmer and you try to fight the weather, you're just fighting to your death, basically. Breathe. Take a deep breath. I know, it could be cringy. I don't really care at this point, honestly. Take a deep breath. 
relax, relax your shoulders. You're, they're probably tense. You'll probably have your eyebrows like furrowed. Is it furrowed? I don't know, like you're frowning. Spread your face, spread it. Sit up straight if you're sitting down, sit up straight. Relax, what are you scared about? What are you, are you being ch chased by a pack of lions? Do you have a, are you the president of some state or some, sorry, country? Are you, I don't know, but whatever you're going through, I always believe that where we are right now is exactly where God wants us to be. And that is enough. Sometimes I, when I talk to God, I'm like, dear God, if you, if this is what you want me to go through, I would gladly go through it and be happy because this is what you want me to go through. Even if it's bad, even if it's a bad thing, thank you, God, because this is what you want. And I don't have a say in it. It's just what you want. Then you know what's best for me. Even if my human brain that I'm not even using it for its full capacity doesn't understand, I will make myself understand because I love you so much. And I've seen God, not, not literally, obviously, I've seen metaphorically, <laughs> metaphorically, I've seen God in the things that happened in my life, in the blessings in the people who are nice to me for no reason. Absolutely. People I don't know. On, I'll be walking on the street. A lady, an old lady, I don't even know. She'd be smiling at me. And I'm just like, can I? In my head, I'm like, I want to go hug her. She just made my day by simply smiling at me. Right? And the old lady that smiling at me randomly in that, that exam that I barely studied for and magically passed in a lot of things that I feel like sometimes I do not deserve because God is just so nice to me, so nice. And the people who see the beauty in me when I cannot see it myself, uh, in the way that I express myself, I feel like it's all from God. Like, this is not me. I'm not badass like this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not like, I'm not this good at everything, okay? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that I don't go like, oh yeah, it's me that I've done everything. God just gave me this whole everything and I'm so grateful for it. And just as he always has taken care of everything in my life and everything that has gone in my life, he will take care of me now. And he always has everything taken care of. This control that I'm asking for, he is in control. Even if I don't feel in control, that doesn't mean that things aren't under control. He knows what's best for me. And if you don't believe in God, I don't know what to tell you. I feel bad for you. <laughs> I really do. What is a life without God? Meaningless. Why do we exist? No reason? I don't think so. I'm not judging you. I have atheist friends. I'm not judging you at all. At all. I'm not, I'm not the person who who would judge but it's gonna be a, a little extra hard on you if you don't believe in god i wake up sometimes i'm like another day of everything being in god's hands i love you god so much thank you for making me wake up today even if i woke up with anxiety it'll go away eventually right it's just as i said in the beginning of the episode another addiction of my body's that i taught it to feel all the time it'll take time to go away and it will right and it doesn't mean that I'm a failure if I felt it. If I felt it, it doesn't mean that I'm back to square one 
as your thoughts might want you to believe. Oh, you're back. We're back to feeling that anxiety again. You are a useless piece of shit. Why would you feel that way? We thought we were over that feeling. You're still anxious. Get over it, right? These are sometimes our thoughts. It's okay. There is this Instagram user who's following me. Hi, I just remembered your username. Her username's it's okay not to be okay. I was going to say that and then I remembered her. I hope she listens to this. Yeah, maybe that's your sign if you're listening to this. I just wanted to say that because I believe in these things. Signs from God, I truly believe them. Um, so yeah, I love you so much. I think this is it for today's episode. I don't know if I made sense or not. I don't know, but this is going to be also the outro. I don't know, I'm just kind of changing the whole the whole way of this uh, podcast at this point, and I'm not thinking about it, but I like it. Uh, I'm going to leave you here. And if you ever feel overwhelmed again, you can always come back to this episode and listen to it. And if you listen to this, please let me know. I want to know what it is that you're anxious about. And I want to know if I helped or not. And I want you to know that I care about you. And I'm proud of you. So proud of you. I love you so much. For now, take care of your mind, body, and soul. And I'll see you in the next one. Love you.